<laughs> We're back. The Whiskey Hill, a podcast from three brown startup enthusiasts that pull back the curtain on business, culture, and side pieces. <laughs> Not that type. Sports, e-games, cannabis, all things to support the hot side hustle. Without the bullshit, of course. And most importantly, over whiskey. <laughs> America calls Clyde Black, Athul Brown, and Anthony somewhere in the confusing middle. But we're three brothers, various shades Nonsense. of brown, bringing you the latest in tech, business, and startups, mixed with a ton of sarcasm. Cue the music. Yes, yes, yes. I'm glad to be here today. We got a hot topic as we go into the next decade. Uh, 2020 is up on us. Marketers are rejoicing. This is an iteration that people have been loving to market around. But, you know, I want to talk about uh, the next 10 years, right? We, we just got into 2020. We look back on in 2010 where you guys were at. I know where I was at. I was free, single, living the life. <laughs> I, was, I was prepping for my 30th birthday party. Oh, man, life was good. <laughs> and, uh, you know, but you, you think back to that time, you think about, like, what was going on. Like, the iPhone was just coming out. Yeah. Um, I was still rocking my BlackBerry. BlackBerry. Nice. People were, we had that, that beef of BlackBerry versus Apple. And BlackBerry Messenger, though, was tight. BBM and it all day. <laughs> yeah. So there was a ton of things going on, right? Uh, stock prices were through the roof. Uh, in some, some areas, we were just coming out of the, um, uh, boom time, getting ready to finish out the recession. Uh, the thing that was most shocking for me, I looked the other day, Nike stock was at $10 a share. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Damn. Amazing. Uh, so you know, we want to think. We want to think forward, right? What's 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 twenty twenty to twenty thirty going to look like? We want to give a view into that. Uh, talk about top companies. What we see. Who are top companies today? What's emerging technologies that we should look out for? The trends. Uh, how they will take off and make sure we fully understand. You know, our point of view and how. It impacts the people of color and people that we care about and industries and people who are going to make changes. So uh, I'm excited to to hear your points of view and to think about where we go and what's going to be that next thing 10 years from now in 2030. Like, we're going to be shaking our head like, oh, boy, you should have had X. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I honestly, what a 10-year outlook, it's hard to kind of really you know try to look forward that far in advance because the advancements are really coming extremely fast. It's really looking at, you know, I'm, I'm always a fan of, I've always been, once I left BlackBerry, my BlackBerry, what was the, what was the, what was the phone? What was the name of the phone? Motorola, man. Oh, no, no BlackBerry. Black, BlackBrary, uh, R, uh, Razor. Razor. No, no, that was a Motorola. Yeah, I don't, all right, let's, 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 stop. let's let that slap. Why are we going there? Yeah, I don't know, but, <laughs> but it will be, I'm, I'm interested to see what Apple does mm. and the creation of their continuous creation of the service side of their business. Right. And, you know, maybe if you want to call it like I'll call it like it is, I'm a fanboy of Apple. Mm. And, you know, I do have I do have, you know, I did sign up for the streaming service. I have iPhone, have iPad, Apple Music. I'm all in, you know. Uh, so it's I, I look forward to see how they keep on advancing their devices. Don't I don't have to watch. Keep on advancing their devices. But and how they create the ecosystem where you can't leave their space. And there's a whole lot of they're really pumping a lot of money into the R&D side and to see what they're, you know, how do you have your whole ecosystem on Apple, whether it's from your streaming and watching your uh, you know, video content, your music. Yeah. Everything is going to be within this universe. And I look forward to, you know, you know, maybe we shouldn't just jump right into 
um, predictions, like the skeptic, skeptical predictions. I really want to see what they do with their streaming service. How all in are they? The cool thing with the streaming service, they just picked up the who's the exec producer from HBO, who's behind Sopranos. Yes, Game of the yes, five year. Yes, so it's showing there's some that they're serious. They're going in, man, uh, and he's gonna he's gonna do some good stuff because they they don't have that much content right now, and it's just an added value play, right? Well, uh, it's extremely expensive to to, yeah. to create the content. Yeah, right. And you see that with Netflix and how much they're you know that they owe on licensed content. I think it was something I looked at it yesterday that they have with roughly twelve billion dollars yeah. that they have to pay over for licensed content. I think it's seven or six or seven just this year that they're paying. Yeah, no, and it, uh, Clyde sent us this great demo demographic. Uh, uh, sorry, just a graphic of Netflix killed it right for the, in the last ten years. What was like four thousand percent increase yeah. in their stock price. Interesting, Netflix its entire business model is based on content. Apple. It's a small, distant-ass, you know, uh, sliver. So that's they can pull it in and get the value out of it as they please, and it's not going to hurt them if it actually even tanks. But they're going—it's going to be a nice play for them. I think it's cool. You know, one thing we should look at though. Um, I'm gonna go nerd for a second. So instead of going domestic, go global. Yeah. Right. And see what's going to be happening. Twenty. So 2020. So there's GDP levels on. So you, nominal is the better metric, I think, but. Purchasing power parity, which is a lot of graphics use, and they because they think it's that's one way to play it. China will be number one. China is kind of inched into number one spot. U.S. is number two right now. India is number three. Japan number four. Five is Germany. Flip that up. So the top three are still the same spots in 2030. China's predicted to be number one still. India will be two just by sheer size. Three will be U.S., Indonesia, Turkey. These those other countries is Asian first. Uh, Asian they're mobile. They're all about mobile before yep. anything else. So then that mobile platform, who knows if we're going to be having phones like this in the future, like, you know, 10 years from now, there might be other things like augmented reality type things like you see in windshields yep. uh, as far as doing controlling that. Because we don't, who wants to pull this out all the time? It's great, but 10 years from now, we might not do. We might not want it's to. It's much right? easier than a flip phone, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because you're complaining about your Apple phone. I'm, I'm not complaining at all. I love it, right? It's, it's brought 17 still, devices you're, into you're one. You're still in your, you're still in a success, man. <laughs> <laughs> I finally upgraded to an 11. <laughs> right. Finally this year. Uh, it's nice. <laughs> but, yeah, thinking about that, I mean, you talk about technologies like Apple, Netflix, which was pretty much it was essentially created within the last decade. And there are industries or not even industries. There are companies that are not even created created today in front of industry, industries that are still developing. Um so one thing that, you know, I think about is what are the top industries that it's, that's kicking off right now? So there's AI, there's, uh, fintech, there's, um, health tech, <laughs> health tech, health tech, anything okay. in the tech, you're right. Yeah. There's going to be yeah. a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. from Apple Watch, Anthony just brought up a minute ago, they're going to be doing, a, they're going to be controlling a lot of, I think earbuds, the AirPods and all that, they're going to be, they can check your temperature eventually. Uh, they can control your heartbeat. They'll be doing a lot of things. I think between that, maybe a smaller phone and augmented reality will be seeing a lot. I think 2030 by then. And then, and then one thing I will say is that all predictions are that the next trillion dollar capitalization company is going to come from the health tech industry. Uh, right now, Amazon is trying to take the lead. Uh, with their joint venture with um, Richard uh, Hathaway and Chase, yep. oh, the health, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. insurance, yeah. And, yeah. and they were trying, they're trying to get into that space, and you know, to be honest, it's going to be key. I mean, that's where all the growth is, so uh, that's something to watch out for. And then you you think about like the blockchain as well, uh, not that you know crazy stuff around crypto, but the blockchain technology, yeah, that's, and securing stuff uh, yeah. is where you know a big big twenty twenty 
is going to have a major impact. I look forward to the crypto just to jump into it. I think crypto, you know, besides Bitcoin and the not and the craze that happened what was that yeah. two years ago, three years ago when Bitcoin from I had I have a, I had a Bitcoin yeah for and I bought it for like three hundred dollars and sold it sucker for boy 10, every minute oh so how much you sell for. Ten thousand one hundred. Okay. okay. Sorry, it, it, yeah, I just I forgot I had thirty X, baby. I I I, 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 moderate, I moderated a panel with lawyers when you saw so researched a whole bunch of stuff and I bought, bought one, you know a piece of it then I bought a whole one and I totally forgot I had it. Nice. That's and that's like thirty percent of the people out there said of the and it's a finite instrument, right? Yeah. There's only a certain amount. Thirty percent of the people forgot where they put them. They forgot the passwords yeah. to get into them. Yep. So there's there's seventy percent that's out there for us to, yeah, to play money there. on it. But I think the crypto side of it, just to touch base, are really is forty. It's not about what happens here in the U.S. and in the the industrialized countries. It is still a focus on emerging markets where they don't have a centralized bank that is secure um, in each of these uh, growing countries. It's really the need for something like this that goes across borders. So I yeah. think crypto still has a place. Yeah, it's. Um, it's how it really transfers into more of an industrial economy. That's something that you we'll know, see that's the get yeah. yeah, I think another thing to piggyback off that. So another thing that we need from a global standpoint, face ID recognition. Yep. Right? So China's on point with the shit right now. You, if someone walks across the street, jaywalks, they'll get a ticket. It goes out of their WeChat, which is kind of like a payment system that yeah. they use. Uh, and it automatically docks it out of there. And there you can you have to buy things from vending machines with your face. The man is in their bank account. Yeah. yeah no, that, but that and it's simple for them. So they're doing something that there's some other regulatory issues around what they're doing, right? Yeah. They want to create like a social profile of who you are. So they know if you're qualified to buy this house versus this house car. That's going maybe too far because they can do that with the government. Here we probably won't do that, but there's yeah. they're collecting a lot of data. And data is key. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of industries are being data driven. Uh, and that leads me to one of the next things that I think about in that space and what the next 10 years is going to look like is all about data privacy. Uh, yeah. with the emergence of GDPR, uh, that new California consumer, uh, CCPA pri- yeah. privacy act. Yep. Um, those things are changing the game, right? Cause typically all the major companies that are, um, making money off our information is doing it uh, pretty much without us knowing. Yeah. So now they're going to, instead of monetizing it without our knowledge, they have to. First things first, I'm not a data expert, but no one gives a shit about protecting their data in this country. It's, it's true because we want, we want, yeah. We want ahead. access, we want the freedom, we want all this stuff. And then we say, oh, how do they know about this? You said yes to everything that app asks you that he's like, oh, can you, get, can you, can you, can you contact Access my contact? Sure, I don't care. Until you get Jeff Bezos and your mistress takes forty billion dollars. Right? That shit, that shit's real. Right? Like no one, no one, no one really. Yeah, people talk a talk a good game, but no one really cares. I, I think agree. I think the only thing that's going to cause people to really care about their data is now how major tech companies are jumping into healthcare. Yeah, and, and that, that's key though. Yeah, it's like, and piggybacking off a of cloud. That's blockchain technology is going to be the way to secure it once they get it down. Well, you see Google, you know, Google. All right. So Google's already, they, I forgot the, the health system out on the West Coast that they partner with where they're taking Kaiser. data. Kaiser. Is it Kaiser? Kaiser Prime? I don't know if it's, but that's, but it's, it's one of the larger ones and they're taking the data, anonymizing it, of course, okay. and they're able to kind of pinpoint it. They'll catch what they're saying is like, yeah, you can anonymize all you want, but for larger tech companies, they can put it, pull it all together, right? They, they can tell based off the zip code. Yeah. Um, sometimes your order history, who's, yep. who logs on here. They could pull everything together. Everything that you, we've seen in different, you know, spy thrillers and, and movies. Yeah. These tech companies can still do that, right? But I don't think anybody really cares until someone knows too much about your own, their own, your, your personal health. Right. Right. 
like uh, uh, what kind of medications you're taking, all this stuff. Like no one gives a gives a shit because they like the access, and it's mostly because from a social media perspective. Until you're chicken on the side, I can understand why you're scratching every now and then. <laughs> Shady. The hey, thing, hey, 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 you, you brought up Google. <laughs> you brought up Google, right? Uh, Google has gone unscathed in this privacy battle. I would say Facebook is getting their ass beat in Congress, right? So Google has as much, if not more, data oh, yeah. than Facebook. And you had homeboy sitting in his baby booster seat in Congress, right, <laughs> Zuckerberg, and he was getting just reamed. And, and but he's, he looked him straight up. And but he's the one that's going to have to keep dealing with it. And he wants more regulation because that means smaller players get out, and he it's more for him because he can he can withstand the regulation. Yeah. Uh, so but Google and they're they're in it too, man. I, I think that's part of the reason that the founders stepped down and gave it to the Brown dude. <laughs> like you deal with this shit for the next five years because right. unfortunately they've done some beautiful work for society and go- yeah. globally. It's the last five years have been some mundane bullshit that they've had to deal with as far as you know it, work conflicts between you know the gender gender issues yeah. and all that. Yeah. So all of that. So that's that's the silly stuff and the regulatory around the data. Uh, otherwise, they've done some great stuff. And I mean, you think about that though, is all at the same time, the stock price has just been going through the roof. It's up mm. over 50% for the last year. So even with all the, the trials and tribulations, being in front of Congress, um, it still doesn't matter. They're still making the, making the ends. And I think that, you know, they have smart and strategic plays in place. Like, you know, 10 years ago, you think about when they were about to go public, they bought Instagram. There was kind of a yep. vision to see why and why it mattered. And, you know, one of the things that Thule, you, you bring up often is, you know, the whole payment system and how that's mm-hmm. going to play uh, in the next 10 years. And because of, you know, cryptocurrency, that's still up in the air. But how do we do payments in a mobile way on a larger scale that really matters? And I think that Facebook over the next 10 years is probably one of the ones who's going to try to lead that. Uh, their whole, uh, was it Libra? Play, yeah. pretty much so, went, up, went up in smoke. They went backwards, right? They put the co- the crypto thing out first, which is that, yep. and then they came out with the more sustain, more, uh, more traditional payment system, right? Which they should have done it in reverse. They should come out with the easy one first. People would adopt it, and then you get everyone to jump on the high, you know, the high moonshot type thing. Well, they so the whole Libra thing felt kind of fell through because of just the how it was Facebook. Work. Because yeah. it was Facebook. It and was then Facebook. It, well, how, well, I think there wasn't it their approach working with the, you know, the SEC and, and how they were really going to regulate the, 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 the payments, et cetera. Cause it was a closed network kind of payment product. Yeah. Right. It wasn't something that was going to go out of the Facebook network. Right. It was going to be Instagram, WhatsApp, whatever the hell, heck else they'll create, <laughs> but it wasn't going to jump into the, you know, open internet. It was going to, it was going to stay in their network. I don't know. I, I, I think. They have a long way to go before they create something like that because I would say that it's almost like creating your own your own your own monetary system. Yeah, your own banking system, and if it's not regulated and the governments can't control it, then it gives you the ability to do you know ultimately whatever the hell you want. Yeah, whatever the hell you want, you can do criminal activities, you can bribe, and you know you don't have to worry about getting taxed. Hide your money from the government. Get back to buying drugs online <laughs> securely. What was what was that? What was that 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 site called? The oh, so, uh, that dude, I saw the I saw the Netflix special on it. Um, where the dude went to you know went to jail too. What's his name? Was, something the Silk Road or something. Silk right? Road. Yes, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was Silk Road. Um, yeah, man. I, yeah, yeah. There's some crazy stuff. Well, whatever. So before we yeah. go, of course. Yeah. So, so <laughs> what are we drinking here? Anyway? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we are the Whiskey Hill and. 
you know, we're we're all about our whiskey while we're talking tech, business, and culture. And today we're going to be uh, we're sipping on Oban. I say that right, man. I got corrected Oban? over there. It's Oban. Oban. Yeah, it's right. Oban. They're like you American. I'm like, damn. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you wear a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Mother. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna hate them. I love Scotch people. <laughs> they're great. They're great. <laughs> So this is today's uh, whiskey of choice. We're gonna start sipping on it, and some of us already started. Anthony, uh, I didn't yeah. say any names. That was Anthony. Yeah, that will be I. But every <laughs> every week we're gonna introduce a bottle that you know something that we're sipping on. You've probably tried it, maybe you haven't, and we're just gonna introduce it and give you the flavor profile. Sounds sophisticated, and then hopefully you get on some <laughs> flavor profile. It tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> I like. <laughs> right, 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 right. So you know we were you you talked about Clyde a little bit like Google. What was it like? Um, the percentage increase in the last year? Over the last year, they, they've been over 50%, so uh, 51% to be exact. You sent that nice graphic, like it was 335% since uh, since the beginning of the decade. Netflix has had the most out of this group that we were talking about, 4,200% roughly. Amazon around 1,800%. If you look at Apple, so they've almost 1,000%. Um, so in the last year, they were 80%, right? So that's a, that's a big, because they dipped around, right, like a month Prior, like in December 2018, they just fell off, right? Everyone yeah, was, and went know, to 140. Yeah, and I picked up some that, again, but it's um, oh, man, they have they were at one nine, one three, they were at 309 today. I, yeah, I saw, I, know. I kept going. <laughs> Drinks on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you brought the bottle. <laughs> but so, but it, think, if you think about it from like a venture perspective, right? So that's 80% return. Most venture guys, venture cap, we're getting like 20 to 30% return. Um, so. In a safe investment, Apple, you could have gotten a better return in the market with no hassle. I mean, th- this was a great year. 2017 was a great year. 2018 was volatile, mm-hmm. but there's some good money to be made in 2018 because of that, because there's a lot of, a lot of value to be extracted. But these companies are great. It's the same companies that are rising to the top right now that, that were kind of at the top 2010. The one out of this list that you sent, uh, Netflix, I don't think 2030, I think they're going to be gone. Really? I think someone will acquire them. I think they're too highly valued right now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a BS valuation, in my opinion. Kind of like Tesla's valuation, which we'll get into some oh. other time. Ooh. I like it. I like it. But there's no way. Well, we'll talk about that some other time. If investors always look at future projections versus what you've done in the past. There's no way they should be over GM and Ford that quickly. Um, and they're making uh, like one fifteenth of the cars, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's, they're, that's they're, a, they're no, they're nowhere near the scale of the cars, right? It's, yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's. A, I mean, that's but a, he's baller, man. You need dudes like that that are moonshot esque type cats. But uh, it's 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 been an impressive year. So the VC, like, so I know we've crapped on SoftBank. I mean, probably me because I, I the most <laughs> point the point the finger at yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but, with today's news, whew, they got uh Impacted again, another one of their companies, uh, Zoom. Yeah. Jack Zoom? Oh, I, I, yeah. They, I, the pizza company. Yeah. Not the, Z- not the, not the uh, oh, you said who? Zoom. 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 Oh, it was, oh. Gotcha. U-M-E, right? Yeah. U-M-E. Okay. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Not the, not the, uh, I was like, Zoom. S-O-O. So if you look at, so SoftBank, they botched a lot of IPOs last year. And there were a lot, like other, a lot of IPOs didn't get there. But then generally the IPO market was pretty good. It was pretty solid last year. So, uh, aside from SoftBank, Valuations are trading around 40%, 30% lower than what they IPO'd at. Yeah. But um, early investors are still making their money. It's the retail investor who gets it when it hits the market after the IPO. We don't make as much. Yeah. You can still make a good chunk. You can still turn 10K into 100K, if not more or less, whatever. But it's the early investors who can put in $3 and make, you know, 10 mil. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, SaaS companies, <laughs> SaaS companies killed it last year. They were up 40% last year. 
2019. Um, so any company with recurring revenues and a predictable, predictable kind of revenue stream, those guys are the companies you want to be down with. Yeah. So what about, you know, I'm throwing a curveball in here. Uh-oh. Oh, uh, yeah, here we no, go. But you guys know this because you guys are the savvy investors and the business minds. I'm just, let me, uh, let me take a sip. <laughs> take a sip. Take a sip. Uh, what about the, like the likes of like Peloton? You know, where you got these <laughs> bullshit. Sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Well, you, you got, you have, how much, how much is the bike? Clyde, you're, you're the rich man here. So you, you have like three or four of them in your house. <laughs> One for the kids. Zero percent financing. Uh, at your, at your, at your estate. <laughs> your estate in New Jersey. No, but it's a great ride though. I, I, I will say it's yep. a great product. But as far as the uh, actual business case, I think it got ahead of its skis a little bit yeah. from the standpoint of the valuations and then going to the IPO. I think they got grouped into the failing IPOs that were going on, going on at the end in third quarter and fourth quarter of 2019. But uh, their business model may be a bit, a bit of a challenge because it's the barriers of entries are entries are low, right? You got Nordic Track and four or five other companies. Nordic Track is still out. Yeah, I mean they oh, they, really? they just launched bikes and rowing systems. The and rowing system is going to be dope. Yeah, so, so it's, it's different. Yeah, I mean because ultimately it's like a fad. Peloton is, I think, it's a fad. Well, there's a, there's a focus on this at home workout thing, like mirror. Yeah, that mirror. Yeah. That mirror is dope. That's kind of cool. Yeah, yep, that and another one that's called Tonal. Uh, What's that? I suggest you check this out. It's pretty much like mirror and weight equipment mixed together. Oh, um, nice. they actually, it's actually pretty dope. Uh, but you know, it's expensive. It's like three grand. And you got a monthly subscribe, uh, recurring. So who's the uh, target feed? audience for that? Like, it's not someone who lives in the city. Housewives of New Jersey. Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah. You know, people, people, yeah, you're going for the higher echelon, right? Yeah. I think then to a year That's and a half, two years from now, they're going to have a cheaper model that will release, right? It's like everything. you yep. get the early adopters, and then you get, then that'll subsidize what comes next. And then the most important piece is, is the subscription fee. Yeah. So you talk about Apple's rise. And you talk about revenue. All these other companies who are having great uh, uh, growth over the last 10 years. And if you look at that list, um, you'll see most of those companies, they have subscription fees. So not only um, uh, Apple, who went from just selling hardware products yeah. to now being a SaaS company over the last, let's say, five years. I think they'll continue to do that in the next uh, 10 years, which is where all their growth has been coming from. You look at companies like Amazon, who... Uh, use subscription service as a as a Trojan horse to get yep. you to buy yep. stuff, right? Two day free delivery to, to 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 have you spend like thousands of dollars and get boxes at your door every day. Yeah, um, people all the time. We want workers' rights. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So I think that that was a big difference, right? When you could talk about people who can have money just coming in month over month over month without having to do the work and just yeah. keep those customers happy. So uh, all these. All these companies who are trying to get into fitness, um, all these other companies who are thinking about launching next 10 years, it'll all be based on subscription services. So you yeah. think about that, think about what are the new industries and technologies, and I think it's a middle ground between the two, um, specifically around uh, industries that are hot. You think about 5G. That's yeah. the next big thing. Yeah. Um, as you, and you think about that, it's going to change the way we use the internet, the way to change the way that people earn and make money, and, and then... Uh, change, just pretty much innovate and make it so that you can be riding down the street and your IoT products can talk to each other and your mm. toothbrush and your, <laughs> your toothpaste and everything else can work yeah. all together. So how, how is the, you know, how, how does that play and then get the venture capitalists excited, uh, get marketers excited, get people who are out trying to figure out ways to create derivative businesses off of that. That's one of the things that's going to be 
top of the list for me uh, is around 5G and 5G applications. When you think about it, that cloud computing is going to be huge, right? I mean, you have, I think there's going to be a lot of aggregation after a certain point because it's a, there's heavy fixed costs involved. So AWS, Azure from Microsoft, Google probably, those yeah. three, probably a fourth one in there. Like Amazon, uh, sorry, Apple's probably going to dip. Well, well AT&T's there. AT&T's there. You know, Oracle, those guys have their cloud systems and Oracle's throw, throw some numbers, just one number because yeah. I'm, I'm that nerdy dude. So Pinterest, right? They went public in 2019. Today. That's right. <laughs> right? But if you look at their expense line item, right? Double digit percent of their revenue is going straight to AWS. For that service, well, so it's that's huge. Yeah, you know, AWS, like where where they're kicking butt is that they do have a dynamic, pl- you know, their cloud mm-hmm. system is very dynamic. We'll touch back touch base on that on another episode to kind of really dig into like the cloud systems. But you know, I, what Amazon has done great is is that that ecosystem, yeah, and 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 make you feel like you cannot live without being a part of it in some form or fashion. So I want to ask you this. So do you think within 10 years, any of these big companies are going to get broken up? Well, like, so it's funny. I was thinking right before you you you, you jumped in, I was like, the, one of the biggest predictions, I think, is really how the federal government gets in and touches into regulation. Like they have to it's gonna be interesting, figure man. out something because there there is going to be a you know, a, a way to aggregate all your products and your daily needs yeah. in one place. And there puts so much power. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm far from a socialist, but you, I do, you have to, you have to go into it and say, listen, somebody has to control or say, here's some parameters you have to work with. Yeah. And, you know, but that's not the American way, right? How, how do you, I did, I don't think it's the American way. Uh, you know, I don't mean to sound like, you know, I, I wear the flag on my back every day, but <laughs> it's one of those things where, Companies like Amazon, they're not the market leaders in, in the categories they participate that, in. That's well, so they're number that's two. The they're, they're not they're not the number one grocery well, chain. He, but here, but here's they're the not thing: the number one retailer. But see, that's the problem. The problem is, and this is maybe we should jump into this in another episode. Yeah, is bringing a, a lawyer. All these who, episodes, man. I know we, we got a Damn. long future. But I think I think the problem is how you look at the monopoly, the regulations, and the law. It's because it's looking at hey, how much of a uh, 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 retail they don't necessarily own. The largest share of retail, like the the spending habits, but they own the largest share of retail e-commerce. Yeah, no, it's completely that's, right. That's how. That's the problem. There has to be a new way of looking at it. So you're going to change the rules in the middle of the it's game. It's not changing the rules in the middle of the game. Oh, you know, NFL does it all the time. The NBA does it all the time. It's What's like, the catch? What's the catch? <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that we should break it up. But the question that question has to be. You can't look at it with the lens of 1940 or 1930. You had to look at it. Go to 2000, Microsoft. Microsoft 2000, man. AT&T was the first biggest one before that. Then Microsoft was literally the most recent of that size, but they were 600 billion at that time. Yeah. They dipped after that. And they split literally because they were giving their shit away for free, i.e. Yeah. Right. So they were supposed to split that into operating systems and software. And then, but. Kind of to both your points, and Clyde and you, Anthony, uh, so they were only strictly in the tech space. Amazon's everywhere, and they're not the they're not the sole leader. So Microsoft was becoming the leader at that time. Now Microsoft, as of just this last week, is worth double that. Our brown boy, who's running it, took that <laughs> thing up from like he took it up like six hundred bill, five hundred billion yeah. in like eighteen worth months. Every penny, yeah, eighteen months. He's a cloud computing stud. Surface is a sexy product. Now they're on par with Apple. It's kind of dope. But so like it, what you were saying, bring it all together. I think 
it's hard to see, hey, is Amazon, should they be regulated because they're not the leader? Kind of what Clyde said, but then they're so massive, kind of what you were saying, AG. It's, it's hard. Yeah, like, I so think it has, to be, it has to be looked at in the lens of today's world. Like, you can't look at the regulations uh, or laws from where they were established when they broke a mob bell. And yeah, that's the problem. You're looking yeah. at how, how you broke up AT&T or Ma Bell back in the day. And, and that's, and there lies the rub. AT&T and Ma Bell, how, you know, wh- wh- how powerful it was decades ago. Yeah. They're damn near at that point again. Yeah. So what if, what if, what if it's internal? What if Jeff Bezos, AWS could be spun off and it would be a top five, six company 100%. right now? So he might want to do it himself. And, and well, that, that's a, that's the thing. It's probably better for the, for the major tech company to spin off. Let's point to the and head of it. Point to retail, right? So gap. Owned all those. So Gap was the college brand. Old Navy is the high school brand, which is killing it. And then Banana Republic. They spun off not because they had to. It's just those other two older established, Banana Republic and Gap, were bringing down their valuation. Old Navy, they split it off just because it had a high valuation. Yeah. Let these other two laggards do their own thing so it doesn't hurt our investor pool. Yeah. And they did that. I think AWS and all, I think Amazon, Facebook, all these guys, Facebook might spin off Instagram at some point. Google or Alphabet might spin off YouTube because they're not really doing as much. They're killing it. But they could do a lot more with that. Yeah, they, they can. You know, again, I think it has to be some, you know, deep thought regulation that has to get put in place yeah. over the next 10 years because if there isn't, you know, it can be, it is, it's still the wild, wild west, yeah. you know, for, for tech companies to just grow and, and make, you know, make major decisions. I think that has to be there for the general population. You have to kind of help manage ahead of the curve, be ahead of the curve as much as possible instead right. of saying, until something crazy happens. And what is that crazy that can happen? I have no idea. Yeah. 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 Should we so, shoot into like future projections? Like just throw some one-liners out? You want to yeah, do that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. You guys so, uh, I'd like to hear this one. Go ahead. Kick it off. Kick off. I think Amazon, I'm going to acquire Target or Kohl's in the next 10 years. Jeez. I think Shots Target fun. would be, Breaking the heat. I think Target's why positioned itself well. Kohl's? I'll tell you why in a second. I think because okay. they've already bought into, I think Kohl's, Okay, we're not going there. <laughs> All right. No, but I'll buy I'll buy my kids shoes there. Okay. You know, so I mean we're going there for that. But and they and if they have a Nike and Adidas and those are the kind of they're gonna you're gonna get the consistent you're not gonna get the hot products that you're gonna get like we have access to here in, in get New the York. Yeezys? <laughs> no, exactly. You're not gonna get those. You're gonna get the Yeezy, Yeezy likes, right? <laughs> Made by Avis or some shit. <laughs> no, but but so go. Co- and they, Coles to get it because they're, they're kind of desperate. They saw JC Penney's going to be the first to go. Macy's is going to go second and yeah. just off, off. I think if Amazon could have positioned themselves and gotten a partnership with Macy's, that would have been kind of sexy mutual. Uh, Macy's didn't want to play ball. Coles played ball. They gave him one and a half to two million shares of coal to have just that partnership where you could just return Amazon products. What they were hoping is you walk in the door, they give you a coupon, you buy something. Yep. All right. Kohl's isn't going to be that sexy play. They need that's a hard space to play in in retail. As far as you're not like the hottest brand, you're not really really cheap unless you give extreme discounts. That's a that's a difficult place. Target is too overvalued. I think right now it's killing it. And I said this three years ago. They're going to kill it. Walmart, Target are going to kill it. Target can't play with Walmart and Amazon long term. They they just can't. This shipping they've got the the, the dude they hired to as a turnaround artist. He's awesome. He's killed it. He got their all e-commerce play digitization. Curbside pickup is brilliant, uh, but that's a heavy cost over, yeah. over year over year. Amazon could sustain that. I think they might acquire a Target. That's one Ooh. big thing. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. Tom Brady will not be in the playoffs again in 2030. That's one thing <laughs> we can say for sure. Probably be the next eight years, but not that. 
That's a prediction you can book. You know, I got some more, but you go ahead. Go ahead. What do you got? Well, I, well, well to stay on top of that, I'll, I'll yeah. change my prediction I have written down for this episode. I, I think there will be some form of regulation in the tech industry, mainly yeah. not because of the American companies. It's for the international companies that are coming in. Okay. That that have their own self-interest that we have to be aware of. Because we racist. I like it. I get it. No, I get it, though. I, I, think, I get it. You got to protect IP. I think, I think you have to, you know, you, there's going to be that that comes in. And you have to say, all right, we need to protect the American companies and the American people. But some of these brands and companies that are coming in, that are international base. Yep. Uh, you know, they're going to have to regulate them. And in turn, will regulate the American companies, too. Yeah, that's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because I think about where we are from an automotive perspective. Uh, you, you touched on Tesla earlier, um, and I think that the way that they're innovating is great and amazing. Um, and with Elon Musk at the helm, I think you know he he has great dance moves. <laughs> Looks like he <laughs> Looks like uh, Ellen. <laughs> uh, and, he's, and he's innovating, but I think he's going to get to a point where one of the major car companies come in and swoop it up. Yep. Uh, it'll probably be like a hostile takeover. Uh, but I think it's they have the technology. They have a lead in the race. Yeah, I agree. Where all these other companies are so far behind that even if they're trying to um, get into the the electronic vehicle, the, the e vehicles. Um, they're just too far behind to compete. So with them getting into China, thinking about ways to build new new products, and they're only doing like 160,000 uh, vehicles yeah, or know, you right? know, a quarter or something like that, yeah, yeah. whereas General Motors and one of these companies doing like 14 million, you know, <laughs> something crazy. Yeah. Uh, but they're growing like they're growing rapidly. So my biggest prediction is that one of the major car companies in the next five years is going to come and take out uh, Tesla and roll it in um, because it's just going to be too far ahead of everyone else. And that'd be the only way that they'll compete. But it's, I think electric cars, even within a year or two, are going to hit a real tipping point. Because I think like all of them, Audi, BMW, Honda, Hyundai, Porsche, they're all got hybrid cars coming out. But they're not. Not fully EV, though. Yep. Um, so they. They know. are coming out, but I don't think they'll be. They're too far behind in the in the innovation sure. perspective. Sure. So that. Once you do get it out there, it's going to be like, oh, it's not selling where it needs to be. How do we, how do we just accelerate our pace, right? You think about these media companies who have launched streaming services and like, oh, it's not working. Let's just go buy BAM Tech yeah. uh, and ESPN and then you get Disney streaming. Or like Peacock did, right? Exactly. Yeah, or, or, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 uh, so that, that's kind of where I see one of the biggest predictions coming. And then one, I'll add one more. Um, uh oh, uh oh, game changer. Uh, no, but it's more along the lines of I think the diversity in the tech space is going to get a little bit better. Oh hell yeah! Uh, just from the standpoint of people are thinking about it, uh, who have the checks to write, yeah. um, write the venture funding, and yep. then also there are a lot of the black black people, black and brown people in the space who are now understanding how it works. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, and then they're investing their own capital into it. <clears throat> And then you're getting these people like your uh, 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 Robert F. Smiths who are becoming mm. famous from uh, his brain and tech power and, and, and inspiring the next generation. Yeah. So more people are getting into the space. Yeah. So I think that in the next 10 years, we'll have a bigger presence, a bigger, uh, um, a bigger presence 
So one of the things that, you know, I see has gone from like one to two percent to probably five percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pop the champagne. Yeah, pop the champagne. It's, a, it's a big it's a big thing, but I think more people are thinking about it from that's a generation. That's three X right there, right? Baby. Right. Gen- <laughs> generational wealth is, is gonna be created. Yeah, I space. agree. So I agree. That's kinda where I see with this my second biggest one. I'm gonna uh, throw two bank ones out there. Okay, go ahead. Oh, all right, here we right. go. So Drop I think there's gonna be, gonna be even more bank consolidation. You got favorable tax rates. Uh, coupled with lower interest rates that are happening right now, uh, where they earn a ton of their revenues, right? So that's going to lead to aggregated efforts. That's one thing. Asset management industry is ripe for disruption. It's boring. Yes. It's boring, right? Active managers, what are they doing? They're not, I, you know, the numbers have been dwindling as far as uh, positions in that space. People don't want to be in there because fee compressions out there. There's a lot of unf- other information for us to tap into on our own. Yeah. And, uh, and the outflows of cash into other investment vehicles is too much of so that. that I think that whole thing is dying down. Uh, I, I would say that it's, pro- it's, it's probably going to be the industry would change. Uh, right now, money is cheap. It's been that way for the last four to five years. Yeah. We've been in a growth economy. I think once the economy gets a little bit harder and you have to have those investors who are smarter and can beat the market, then we're not getting 25 to 30 percent growth rates on a year. Yeah. Then, then that will shift the dynamic. But yes, right now. Definitely. But uh, I say in the next five years, once the, the economy tightens up, you'll probably need those smart people to yeah, but keep it's been, it going. It's been 10 years, right? We, in 2010, we, our interest rates were around 0%. 2015-ish, they started ticking back up. It can't stay that way forever. 2019, it peaked. And then it started coming back down because the market couldn't handle it. I think it's, well, I won't get into political stuff, but you know. <laughs> Should we make a cannabis prediction? Yes. Cannabis. Alcohol consumption is going to go down because weed is going to be what, what? AG and all his folks, he'd still be single. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out with our kids at the Shots. club. Shots. <laughs> <laughs> no, but cannabis definitely, I think that's going to take off. Um, right now, it's just been legalized in Illinois. So Chicago, yeah. all of it is hot. They sold right out now. in six days. Six days. There you <laughs> the go. Supply in Illinois. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but what I, I, I think is the biggest play in that is going to be where the cannabis is used in other yeah, areas absolutely. outside of like smoking. Um, so in products for food. Alcohol, yeah, etc. Um, so that's probably one of the biggest things. What if you could infuse it into liquids, right? At some point, but I already do it. Yeah, they but like at it. a scale where there's a bar you go to for that lounges, and that's what you're going for. Well, that's probably it's all going. The, the, the catch is, you know, I think, you know, it's funny how how many states have already legalized it. Yeah, and no one in feds are talking about it. But how do you regulate that? Because right now we know you don't get one shot of a beer; you get a shot of liquor. And you get a pint of beer. Well, so I think so from my understanding with cannabis, the issue is the many different strains. Yeah, exactly. Uh, of marijuana, right? So to 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 legalize it, you have to create a standardization of how to grow it and cut out the additional strains, right? And those strains, unless they say, "Hey, we," you know, I, I am not a marijuana smoker. You know, just saying out here. But if there's strain one, two, and three. That is legalized. Those those strains yeah. are legalized, and those those strains can be sold wherever. You know, just like tobacco products used to be sold. Then, if you make money off of that, then you know the feds maybe approve that. And then you can deposit because the traditional tobacco companies are going to jump right. They're already in. They're they're itching to take over that spot because yeah. they know people are pulled. Even though cigarette smoking has increased over the past ten years. Yeah. Has it? I thought it decreased. No, I think it, I think it's increased. And, and it now, must be including vaping as well. Vaping popped off. Cigarette smoke came down now because like in okay. high school levels where they were hitting them, right? Yeah, and then they they that was kind of going down. I thought I, maybe maybe hmm. maybe I'm 
maybe I'm just talking off my butt. But not yet. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, so cannabis will be a big one. So right now we have the the car industry, weed, technology, all these things are changing in the next decade and things that get gets us excited and something we'll have to circle back on in ten years to see what, what held true. Um, we'll probably be back to flip phones and uh, <laughs> chips inserted into our uh, in back of our heads. My, but well, that shit's coming. I think that's six sim, years away. SIM card access to my <laughs> <laughs> to my brain. But uh, yeah, so it, it, I mean, this has been exciting. Something that we'll have to watch the, out for. Wire. Right now, where you know, I, I think the biggest play right now is just to invest uh, not only into people, but in also in these stocks and industries where you think that. It's growing and going really fast. And how do we as minorities break into it? Like right now, I read an article around the city of Chicago and the mayor trying to um, create their own farms and let the minorities get a piece of it. Um, so that's and cannabis and cannabis. Oh, yep. OK. Yep, yep. You know, they did that in like Maryland area as well. My, my boy was getting into it. Uh, but then they they gave it out to a certain group. Yep. They didn't let people like us in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the mayor of Chicago, I think she's... Oh, she might be on our side. <laughs> yeah, she's on our side. So I read that article and I was like, oh, this is exciting. So we'll see. Uh, but, you know, this has been a good episode. One that's uh, one that's for the books. Um, I will leave on a note that, you know, we want to continue to keep sipping on our uh, whiskey and Oban. scotch and Oban. 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 The, the dude in the skirt told me that. All right. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I love my Scottish films. <laughs> we should get into the what uh, uh, AG named it. Should you know? Right. That section. Yeah. Uh, Before I, we uh, I, out. Well, that wasn't. You know, so that wasn't the real name I was going for. But I got, that is tagged. It's branded. Should you know? I, you, I, I was leaning towards Clyde to say you're the marketing guy. Yeah. So uh, give me a better title. But shit, you should know. Flipside listeners, you can get these t-shirts. Okay. <laughs> shit, you should know. <laughs> shit, you should know from the whiskey hue. Um, so drop us something. What do you? What do you recommend? Oh, damn, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, uh, I wasn't ready for my shit. You should know. Oh. oh. Come on. Hold on. Hold on. Clyde is so rich, man. Clyde has to turn off his phone and his laptop (laughs) and his headphones (laughs) and his assistant's phone. (laughs) We'll edit that out in post. (laughs) (laughs) No, keep that. Uh, I'd like to pass on me for the shit you should know. know, I don't know what you should know right now. You want to jump in? You can think of something? I can think of something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say that for shit you should know, one of the biggest things is centered around, um, I, I touched on it a little bit earlier, but, uh, we being legalized in, in, uh, in the Illinois area and kind of how it's, it's, uh, it's going to be coming to the New York, New Jersey area really soon. Yep. Uh, being legalized. So that's something that I'm digging into, um, learning about, reading about. And I would suggest that, you know, uh, everyone else listening, dig into it and learn about it. Not only from like a spe- uh, a smoking perspective, but just how it impacts uh, your tax base, how it Im- mm. impacts your, uh, your revenues and potential business opportunities if you can break through the walls and get your licenses. So that's one of the things I would say shit you should know that we just come into the New York, New Jersey area soon. This has already been here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Legally. Legally. There, yeah, there you go. I'm going to give you a person you should, because uh, around content, this guy's a content generator. So everyone knows Gary V. I'm not going to talk about him. He, everyone knows him. There's another guy, and he's great. He's a beast, Gary V, at everything he does. There's a brown dude that's Naval Ravikant, who's the founder of Angel List and Venture Hack. Oh, really? And yeah. he's a stud, right? I don't know him. I just had an email exchange with him six years ago when he was getting married and wanted him to speak somewhere. But he's a good dude, gets back to, and he's such a big, he's big, right? He's probably Gary V level as far as uh, wealth. He's releasing a ton of content 
to get people on board to invest like he did. He was an early investor in Twitter and a bunch of other companies like that. So he's killed it, right? As we talked about earlier, earlier investors kill it. Um, he's like Gary V, where they're both studs, they're both geniuses, but uh, they're both very verbose, <laughs> right? So Gary V, you know, if you listen to 30 minutes of him, about 15 minutes of it is all you really need. And then a lot of it's like he likes to hear himself talk a little bit, but that's okay because he's Gary Vee. He can do it. He's good. Yeah. Naval's like that too, but Naval's, he plays this fine line between philosophical dude, which I don't need, and the tech finance component. So he releases daily content on three different platforms. I think you get on with them. It's some of it's kind of fluffy, yeah. but it's so informational dense. It's, you get kind of exhausted if you listen to an hour of them. That's all you, cause you have to, you have to absorb everything. So I would give you know, Naval Ravikant. Oh, for me, and I and I thought for my shit, you should know. I you know had a brain fart for a second. I think my, my shit, you should know for someone who's from New Jersey originally, unlike you two who just happen to live here. As we talked about, cool adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> How far is Manhattan from Jersey? <laughs> just kidding. I, I think I think the real key is for for the black and brown kids that are coming up to pay attention to local colleges that are doing. Uh, coding programs oh, yeah. for free and to get them in their mindset of uh, of learning what this space looks like from a business side and a technical side. So I know NJIT does it and, and that's in Newark. Rutgers North does it. Rutgers New Brunswick does stuff and all local, some of the local colleges within New York City also do a lot of coding programs and learning about tech. So if you, the more we can get these children in there, kids in there at an early age to learn about the space, the better they're, they're set for when they have an idea Mm. They can make that idea happen. That's great, man. The funny thing is, Clyde, he's the one without the kids. He's telling us how to raise our kids. I know, right? <laughs> but that's a, that's a great idea, though. I love it. So, yeah. So, no, this has been a good episode. This is the Whiskey Hue, and uh, we're we're uh, happy to have you, and it's been a good one, fellas. So, thanks. Oban's good. Oban. 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 Just say Oban. We're in America. <laughs> America. America.